Welcome to Canada's podcast. Edwin, so one podcaster to another, um, uh, but we're not talking about us as podcasters today. We're talking about us as uh, entrepreneurs. Um, and you, you've got a new business and you've got a history of entrepreneurship. Um, tell everyone a bit about your entrepreneurial journey. Uh, uh, you know, you can focus on the latest bit, but just do a little bit before it because the latest bit's kind of cool and we've talked about it before. So, to, to, you know, talk a little bit about the beginnings to, of the journey uh, and now where it is today and then what its future might be. Sure, 100%. Phil, but first off, thank you for having me. I mean, I'm I'm super excited and honored here to be here with you today. Um, and I always find it for my own podcast, just before I, I jump into you, answer your question, I always love having other podcasters on my show because, you know, we understand that the audience is listening. So yeah. it's, um, it's, it's always and a pleasure. watching and watching and watching. I see, yeah. I see you all too. Um, my entrepreneurial journey, I, I officially say the entrepreneurial journey happened about 16 years ago. Um, but I had a, a couple of stints before I, my official entrepreneurship. See, you see, I, um, I used to work for, um, you know, this mega international tech Canadian star. I don't know if you ever heard of it before. They used, they used to be called Nortel Networks. Um, <laughs> they, built the, they built the internet what it is today because I, 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 I was part of it and I saw it. Um, but when that giant fell apart, um, I ended up getting laid off. And I did sort of a small, my first small tech startup at the time, um, doing amazing, like, you know, telling the future, Philip, we're like, you know, I think this Wi-Fi business is going to be huge. Everyone's going to need Wi-Fi. You know, this is 2001. No one had Wi-Fi. I'm totally aging myself. Uh, but that was like, but I was so young. I was like 25, sort of fresh out of university, had one year and a half of professional work. I mean, I did internship at Nortel as well before that, but um, but just like I have this idea, but I never knew how to close deals, how to make deals, how to do all that entrepreneurship stuff. And 20 years ago, there is no startup ecosystem. There is no podcasts. There's no YouTube, no Wikipedia, no Facebook group to you know, if you have an itch, you could find a community to help you. Like there was no one. You could go to the business library system and hopefully someone will help you there. But it was difficult. Um, so ultimately, I ended up joining IBM sales where I finally got my sales training. But that never lasted. If you're an entrepreneur, you can't stay anywhere very long because you get bored real quick. Moved to a small telecom company and they brought me in to do like sales outside sales where I never had outside sales experience, but the person liked me for my energy, what I brought and wanted to bring me on. But then the owners realize that I'm entrepreneurial, Philip. And they're like, oh, Edwin, you have this main job, but help us build this new business. Mm -hmm. So now I have a main job and I'm building this other business and I'm closing their, their biggest telco VoIP businesses at the same time. And then I thought to myself, why am I doing this? And that was about 16 years ago. I walked away uh, from my last paycheck. And ever since, I've been an entrepreneur. So that was 2005. So that's sort of the beginning of okay. good, my good real beginning. entrepreneurial um, life. It's like you, you sound like most entrepreneurs that I meet. 
you're kind of unemployable. That's part of the reason that you get, you, we, we get where we are, you know. Um, uh, so, so, so the, the, there's a bit of that. Go oh, 100%. I mean, I'm unemployable and I just, I'm restless, right? I realize that I'm someone who could be doing many things and like doing many things, right? I don't like to stay in my lane that like people tell me, Edwin, stay in your lane. Um, I'm a multi-passionate. I like to do different ventures and it's taken me a very long time to, I guess, hone that type of skill or embrace that superpower that I have, right? Um, So I guess if we were to fast forward today, just to... Yeah, uh, let's get to today. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, I don't want to go 16 years, Philip. I mean, I could talk with you all day, but... (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. We might get it cut out. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, So about a year and a half ago, before COVID happened, I was running this tech, my tech company, Slingshot VoIP, but I was like in a crossroads, right? I was... I guess, self-evaluating what I'm doing. It's a bootstrap business. I'm up against big business. I'm against, against the, the incumbents like Bell Canada, TELUS, Rogers. And it's tough. If you're an entrepreneur, it's tough, tough business to mm-hmm. find deals, right? I had already exhausted my personal network. I launched a podcast to get you know more notoriety or more word of mouth because I realized the biggest companies and clients I had was from word of mouth. So that was the reason why I launched my podcast about four and a half years ago. Um, but it took me down another road because I loved podcasting. You know, I did it originally, Philip, to do like a word of mouth. But then what realizes business leadership at the time, no one was doing business leadership unless they were a business coach. And now that here's Edwin with the business leadership podcast and I ended up winning awards and mm-hmm. it gave me that insight of impact and learning and sharing best practices with communities. But, you know, so a year and a half ago, I was like, I don't know, this tech business, maybe this is not the right thing I need to do. Maybe I want to exit. You know, I started thinking about it. I was losing sleep. There was anxiety, there was stress and pressure, right to win. Um, And then I came across someone who I entered my business who came from a who came from um, my competitor and wanted in, wanted to build that sales side. And we took a couple of months to negotiate, finally brought them in. And then COVID hit. COVID hit. And if like every single human in this world, you either took COVID as like, we all, all there's no question. All of us were like, what the heck is this? I've never gone through this thing in my life. Nope. So you either took COVID as an opportunity to reset, pivot, Look for opportunities to help, you know, your neighbor, your community. However, you know, we are pivoting left and right. Um, but it has sort of screwed up slingshot. It's like, oh, we just brought in this new business partner. We're going to grow and scale. But everything just kind of went downhill. So I went back to like this questioning, like, was this the right thing? How this COVID? How am I going to do this? I ended up spiraling in the sense that looking for new opportunities to pivot and help because I have that sense to serve, right? So I ended up doing um, a national partnership with my podcast for tech leaders to see how they were going through the virtual shift. I ended up joining a, a tech startup that was another buzzword for you was to was to flatten the curve, which was super exciting because we were moving quickly. But then it, just as fast as we quick, we kind of crashed and burned. And you know, I'm coming into the summer questioning everything Philip, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. This is this. And, you know, I, 
luckily I was doing a lot of self-work and self-reflection. And I got to a point where I'm like, you know, I got to stop looking because I have everything I need. People outside circles say, Edwin, you have it all. Like, why are you doing this? That I started questioning, like, I do. You know, one of my friends said, well, you have slingshotted. And what if you just focus? So I started thinking about that and wondering, oh, you know, the question was like, you know, we all have a vision board. People who are listening, if you don't know what a vision board, it's basically, you know, put on a board what you believe your life wants to be or what you desire your life to be. And it was like, how much does your dream life cost you? What's the cost? What's the living expense of your dream life, right? So I actually, you know, wrote it down and, and it's interesting. And he's like, so what would it take for you to grow slingshots so it would cost your dream, you know, pay for your dream life? And it ended up being like 98 times the current revenue <laughs> to pay myself, you know? Mm-hmm. So I ended up like, oh, that's, that's about 100 times where I need to be. And I was intrigued by this audacious goal to 100x my business with 100 days, right? Um, Because success in a discussion, in in a conversation I was having with my friend is success is not linear, right? You are, success is actually we're on plateaus and then all of a sudden something happens, a big client, a big change, and boom, you're up here. And then it goes and you're flat, flat, and then something has to change again, mindset, operations, whatever, and then you you jump up again. It's just like- Uh, It can go down as well. It could go down as well, you're right. You know, you have, Uh, you know, Something will happen and it will so drop down. You, you, hopefully you plan, but there are things that happen outside of your control that can drive it down. Yeah, yeah. So and you're always on a plateau. Recover, then, then, it, then it's coming back. Kind of thing. And actually, you're right. And the funny thing is the, the up is instant, but the down could be like <laughs> super slow until death. Yeah, but I've, uh, I've been interviewing people and, you know, the, the, the COVID thing is where, the, where like this one day and... Oh my gosh! And I know then, so many people. And yeah. then having to come back, find something else, it, you know, it's the, that's that's the kind of thing that people have been experiencing. Yeah, no, and it, and it's been interesting. So I, you know, I did the deep work because I I was intrigued by how success could happen, but it's a mindset shift, right? It's it's who you are, what you do, what you believe in, right? But I went into the weekend, you know, thinking like, oh, hundred days, you know, September twenty second. 2020, 100 days is actually uh, uh, December 31st. I'm going to make this, I'm going to put a goal, an audacious goal, 100x my business in 100 days. Man, was that scary. Just thinking about that, Philip, I went into the weekend before that September 26th, like scared. Like, who do you think you are, Edwin, saying this even to yourself and how the audacious? But what thing I did do differently is I sat with that emotion. I sat with that fear. I didn't push it aside. I didn't push it away. I journaled, I prayed, I meditated, whatever. And what happened over that weekend, and it was a dark weekend, like it's just like just a lot of self-doubt. Um, mm-hmm. that it that it flipped over to belief. I started believing, Philip. I'm like, oh, why not me? I have what it takes. I'm mm-hmm. no different than anyone else. And September 22nd came. So I did this video, Philip. And I said, I'm going to 100x my business in 100 days. I posted it on YouTube. I posted it on my Instagram. And almost instantly, something changed internally. Um, Like making this declaration changed who I was. I was already a self-described hustler. Like I would 
nothing made an excuse. If I made a decision, I'll do it. If I had to go mm-hmm. see a client, I'll do that work. I didn't have to work harder to, you know, I could keep trying to work harder, but it wasn't going to change. I was still on that plateau. But as soon as I made that declaration, something changed. Like things started manifesting, conversations started happening. I think I was starting to show up differently in meetings, in conversations that I was just operating on a, on a different frequency, a different level. And um, it was just well, you were super focused. That was basically, it sounds like you just went like this. You had been doing this and you went right, right down. Yeah. Super focused, 100% focused. Cause that's what I did. I shed off all the, all yes. everything I was doing. But I think the other thing was the belief that I could do hundred X. Mm-hmm. Like, why not? Like, I never thought that before. You know, most entrepreneurs, myself included, is like, oh, if I could double my business this year, that'd be great. Like, I was saying a hundred times in my business. Uh, in that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's, you know, looking back, I didn't. So for, if you're listening, that hundred days came and gone. I did not hundred X my business. But what had happened, Philip, is I hundred X my mindset because I was how many I, how many how much did you grow your business the the business since that day we've i think i've gone already i haven't done it but i know last quarter we doubled the business mm-hmm. um and we're on and we've been implementing systems that we've never had in place right and new partners and like yeah. if things are just good it's just i feel like it's funny because I've been an entrepreneur this long, but I've, yeah. I'm in a new space and a new place of growth when it comes yeah. to business and when it comes to myself. You talk about the 100x thing, but how did, you, how did you get that focus? Was there some kind of trigger that set you off that, that others might be able to adopt? Yeah. So, I mean, that's a great question in terms of the 100X. So, there's a lot of things that I've built, tools and processes that I've built throughout the years that I realized helped me shift to this 100X mindset, this belief system, and it's conviction now, right? So, one thing I want to share before I answer your question, Philip, is I was going through this first 100 days, I was also recording a daily video vlog just mm-hmm. documenting it. I just wanted to, I'm like, oh, today's day seven. I'm going to hundred X my business. And today I had this amazing conversation with a guy named Philip and he was able to go through here and that. And what had happened about 60, 70% of the way through my, con- my belief became conviction. And what I do believe is that I was doing active affirmations. I was seeing into a video I'm going to 100x my business in 100 days, right? I was putting it out there. And it was also a change in mindset and self-talk because, you know, we start saying this in affirmations. People always been telling me to do affirmations for years. Mm -hmm. But I think this is the first time, not to say it actually worked, but I did it for 100 days. I was saying it into video, into the ether, into the universe, however you want to do it. And I was also posting it once in a while, right? Aside, aside from doing those those things, you know, I have a morning routine that you know it's it's, it's I I call it like the three S's, you know. I'll sit. I'm going to ask you about morning routines. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have. When I sit in silence. Mm-hmm. I scribe. I'll journal, and then mm-hmm. I'll say it out loud, which is the which is the which is the vlog. So, I mm-hmm. think 
those positive reinforcements, those positive self talks, allow me to do these hundred day epics, which is which which is um, which goes which becomes this focus, right? Um, what I'm learning now because I'm on my third iteration of this now, Philip. Like we're we're almost I'm about three hundred and twelve days since I announced this. I have a, I have a board here. What, what, you know, it's a countdown now. It's a count up. Because I'm gonna hundred x. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when the hundred days ended, Philip, I realized there's something around a hundred days. So the world works around two types of systems when it comes to goal setting. The majority you have the New Year's resolution, 365 days, which is actually kind of either underwhelming or overwhelming. So if you're gonna, you know, say this year I'm gonna lose 10 pounds, I think there was a stat that said on day 19 people already gave up on changing their, their lifestyle. Day 19. So because 365 days is so far, you're going to say, oh, I'm not going to start this week. I'll start next week. Oh, no, I'm not going to start. I, I, have, I have 52 yeah, weeks. Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. So it never happens. I mean, there are people, there are entrepreneurs or A-type people who, and it's a very small percentage, who actually set their goal in New Year's and they actually crush it. But it's mm. a very, very small thing. Now, on the flip side, on the corporate side or the business side, the, the, other, the other system is quarters, 90-day cycles. Now, the problem, and these are all my self-reflections and the thoughts and the differences between the 100 days, is the 90-day system is kind of flawed that in the corporate world, we're going to set our goals and targets but by day 70 or day 75, we're not even letting ourselves go to night. We're already planning the next quarter. Mm. We're, not even, we're not even allowing ourselves to hit it or not hit it. We're like, oh, okay, I think this is what we're going to do. We're going to now replan, rejig our plan. But with my 100-day system that I'm building and I'm creating and I'm, and, and I'm sharing is um, there's 365 days. So January 1st, I start reflecting on this, Philip. I'm like, oh, there's something around this 100 days. I love it. I'm going to do another 100 day, but when do I do it? Oh, maybe I'll do it on January 22nd and it'll end on April 30, April 31st, April 30th. And I had this 22 days to reflect, to journal, to strategize, to realign some new goals and to say, maybe I'm not going to 100x this, the business this next 100 days. Why don't I double the business in this? Why don't I pitch a show to NPR? Why, like now I was like doing some tangible programming tangible goals not the how i was going to do it but the what and the why and i set it up in january 22nd came i set these up when i look back on april 30th i hit all the goals that i wanted to do it so, was it, it was pretty crazy so you know what's the best thing that you've found about being an entrepreneur no and i don't just mean making money we're not entrepreneurs you know, it's good that you can make money, but it's it, 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 well. Some sorry, I shouldn't say that. For some people, that that is that is the the best thing. But what what's the best thing that, that you found about being an entrepreneur? It's a great question. I think when I think about being an entrepreneur, I believe entrepreneurship. If if you're resilient and you are put up to hard challenges, it's actually the best personal development program in the world because it's teaching you a lesson at every failure or challenge that you have. And you could, if you, if you could easily say, oh my God, this is, 
this is a you know this is a disaster this customer that's paying this much hates me because i failed i'm going to quit like it's so easy to quit but if you're resilient enough and you take the time to reflect on what could edwin myself change versus this client is not ideal he i don't want to work with that person of that type of character um it provides us opportunities to to become better humans better people better better um service providers or um i know what you mean yeah yeah you know on the mentoring side you know we 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 all have things advice that someone's given us uh that we carry around that we keep using i mean you know for me it was my father said you know work is about 50 percent planning 50 percent work and 50 percent luck which is 150 percent of effort and i've kept i mean i keep that it's there all the time you know that, the, that's how you get to the 150 percent but i mean what's the best piece of advice like that that you've received that you just it's just there yeah i mean there's the best advice it's funny when you talked about that 150 percent. i i think i i the first thing that came up to mind my was my dad i was young um and i think i had aspirations or i had big goals like oh i'm gonna be rich or whatever right i was talking about <laughs> and i think he had a, he sat me down he said this to me and this is sort of will go back to like my cultural upbringing and some of some of the some of the things that i had to overcome but he was like well edwin if you want to be rich you got to be so this is the mindset of like our culture it's like oh you got to either be a you know a rock star sports guy uh he's like you got to be a rock star you got to play sports or you got to go to school <laughs> <laughs> so that upbringing was not even entrepreneurship so yeah. he didn't he didn't have entrepreneurship in his upbringing with me although he ended up being an entrepreneur a consultant still an mm -hmm. entrepreneur um and the the advice so that's not even an advice that's sort of like a a setback <laughs> um but for me the best advice is always to get started like that's the stuff that always always hits home for me for the people and the who are always around me that help me is just like edwin go out and just just talk and and see if you could find value right um even with new projects that come out there like i always come across new entrepreneurs or or you know, associates like, oh, Edwin, I have this idea. I'm like, well, get started. Go talk to someone, right? Um, and then build from there. You know, you'll get a. I'm, I, I come, I come with an engineering degree, so people like to build things and then sell. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's like you gotta, you gotta get out there and and keep going. Yeah. Everything. I think entrepreneurship at the end of the day for me is is it's a lifelong journey of learning, opportunity, and self development. And I think so. what what books are you reading then, you or listening to, or whatever? It's all mine. That's a great question. So, <laughs> the the book I read, believe it or not, just two days ago was uh, um, Profit First. Mm -hmm. um, so the Profit First, the um, what's the author's name? I can't remember. It's Michael Makovich, I think. Okay. Um, anyways, it's basically what he talks about is the general thinking of most entrepreneurs is to take the profit last or pay yourself last where he's just like, nah, man, 
take the profit first, pay yourself, and then pay the expenses. Um, which is which is a good reframe, right? And a reminder for myself, right? And and it was um, it's reminded to make a profit because otherwise there's, there's nothing first, you know. <laughs> well, right. I mean, and most entrepreneurs were this, you know, badge of honor. Like, no, I got to reinvest the money. I'm not going to take this. I got to do a side hustle to do this. And this, you know, then we get tied to, and then we start res- resenting becoming an entrepreneurship. And I fell into that too, right? So I read that book literally two days on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. um, well, if you had to pick one word to describe yourself, who you are, what would it be and why? I don't know if that's one word. I was going to say 100x. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's one word. It's not a word, but it's, it'll do. <laughs> so 100x. It's an engineering word. Okay, so that's fine. <laughs> it is 100%. <laughs> Uh, okay. And the reason why I say 100x is I started this 100x journey and I realized it's putting together everything that I believe in, my philosophy. And it's not only around business, it's the way I live my life. Um, if you were to ask anyone around me is that I'm probably the person that's most balanced. I'm the one who's most, you know, um, oh. I guess, you know, even Stevens, I'm the person who maybe just came off a call that a client was, you know, irate, but you would never tell from me. Right. Um, I'm the same person who won't, you know, ever since my daughter was born, I made the decision not to work on weekends or in the evenings because I want to be the family. I'm that, you know, yeah. I, I have this discipline of a full life um, and realizing that, you know, if I'm not able to be happy or have the, my closest people happy, then why are we doing this for? Right. Yeah. So I would, I would say hundred X man. Well, you you started a few business um, businesses, uh, knowing what you know, you've discovered things. What could you pass on to, to somebody that's just thinking that they shouldn't do? You know, as a good bit of advice. I I would say they shouldn't spend too much time on social media. <laughs> <laughs> um, having said that, I am a. Having said that, you spend a lot of time on social. Media. I do, I do, I do. I have a good, I have a good, I have a good discipline on it. You're good, but um, you know the shoulds and the shouldn'ts is you shouldn't overthink everything. Stick with your gut. That took me a long time, you know, to really listen to the gut. Your body, your sixth sense, it's always has the our best interest in it. But our mind, our intellect is like, no, this is why I need to do it this way. You know, my strategy thinking, I got to make it sure it goes this yeah. way is, uh, you know, try to really listen to the superpowers of, of, of who you are, your human, your, our human, you know, our human abilities. And when we're podcasters, we could go and talk on forever. But I'm looking at my timing and, you know, we're hitting that, that, that golden time. So it's, uh, it's you know, we, we got to call it a day. So how can if everyone listening to this, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, is there anything you want to add before you we, we kind of call it a day? Oh, well, two things I'm going to share. Um, you could check out my community, my Discord, my virtual co-working at cafe100x.com. That's cafe100x.com. And I'm also, depending on when this airs, it's there's just a placeholder. I'm creating the ecosystem around the 100x life, so it's the 100x dot life. Um, literally, 
fresh off getting a published uh, just 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 holding place right now right before I, I connected with Philip. So I'm really excited because what I'm realizing is people are really tuning in in this 100x these 100 day epics and people are asking me more. How do, how do I run this? How do I do this? So I'm like, "Oh, why don't I be your player coach? Why don't we do it together? I don't want to be your coach. I'm still in the game." So I want to I I I'll be your veteran, right? <laughs> Okay. Well, you know, let, let let's keep uh, keep keep in touch and keep let's know how this how, how this this the hundred X journey goes. I think that's kind of, kind of an interesting thing. Um, thanks so much for coming on Canada's podcast. It's been great seeing you, and uh, yeah, we'll be talking again soon. I am sure. Okay. Thank you for having me.